Ah, welcome back, everybody. Another week. The season is about to start. Everybody is excited, I'm sure. Champagne soccer, we're all here. I'm your host, Dan. I'm here with Anthony. Ephraim Marcus, what's going on, fellas? Yo, Good. yo, what's going on? Ephraim, how you living? Doing all right, man. How's it going with you? I can't complain. Marcus, I, you popped champagne this weekend. Congrats on the community shit. I think that was the first time uh, Liverpool's won in about 16 years. So congrats, man. How did you feel about the match? Hey, man, you already know, man. It's your boy, Marcus, man. We out here uh, popping big bottles, big bottles on preseason trophies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, only, it's only community bottles, man. Hey man, good uh, good community uh, what is it? It ain't even red wine. It's a uh, good good Kool Aid. <laughs> we popping good Kool Aid early. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that's what's up. But uh, oh yeah, before we start, we're gonna um, every week we're gonna have a goal on the week on Doyen Wave. That's the social media page for IG. It's D-O-Y-E-N underscore wave. On Twitter, it's one word, D-O-Y-E-N wave. So we're going to have a lot of content on there, different things. And where can they find y'all at on social media? Hey, on IG, it's uh, public underscore Marco. You can find me there. We're going to drop. Uh, I'm going to be dropping the MLS a minute goal of the week my light show boys of the week that's what we're going to be seeing on that weekly nice nice yeah it's anthony my ig is a sound reflector and my twitter is underscore uh 1 a.m short story coming soon oh yeah short story yeah i'm a writer man yeah multi faceted eclectic taste uh short stories coming out one-on-one pieces publishing yeah stay tuned everybody e-money bags what it do ig at the real milty m-i-l-t-e-y that's about and it. it and if you're looking for a cool brother that likes grilling tofu e-money bags is your man <laughs> but yeah man let's get into the community shield a little bit uh you know the score was 3-1 first half goal or was it an own goal we don't know let's find hey, out man yeah yo let's start right there the media already uh <laughs> hyping liverpool up i i didn't watch the game in real time i was too busy being a nerd going to otakon anime convention shout out to everybody living their lives you know what i'm saying when other events going on but shout out to espn plus watched it i already knew the trent goal was coming up and i'm seeing it and then i'm like that's an own goal Aki's head certainly guided that joint into the goal. Like, nobody's talking about this. It's not even... I it's, mean... It's not, it wasn't a Trent <laughs> goal. All I see is Trent holding his finger over his mouth, shushing the crowd, and then I watch it in real time, and he had nothing to do with it. Aki literally put that joint in the goal for him. I was like, wow. Um, all right. Mr. Pivotal, right? Mr. Pivotal, right? Hey, man... Uh, what I what did I concede and say? He's a he was a he's a valuable player, but yeah, that's even worse. He man. was looking kind of ghostly when I rewatched <laughs> the match. Man, I don't know. It was it was kind of spooky, but uh, he was. Hey, we don't got a left back, man. I, I <laughs> Whoa, you don't have one stuff. now. Hey, I hate the jump stuff, but we don't got zinc, and so we need a key, and, and we're rolling with it right now. Hey, this is how the team is. Um, you want me to go into the formation that I peeped? Before you go on, you said we have no left back. You might as well talk about this Cucurella saga. What happened, bro? Hey, man, sometimes you uh, you go to purchase something at the store and you ring it up. And then you at first you thought it was $10.99 and then you realized that joint was $199. Oh, and, story. And we hit them yeah, with the price check. 
We hit them with the price check. They say, yeah, actually it's 199. And we are like, yeah, we don't want them. So the Cucurella, Brighton was trying to get, get rid of them for 50 million or higher. We wasn't budging past 30 or 40 million, I believe. And Chelsea, they're a greedy club. I don't know. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're needing to, to hold on to their identity and uh, scavenge for scraps to stay in the conversation for the league. So they, they, they're going after him. And they put out the news kind of early that he signed with them. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of shaky. So it's, it's still up in the air. Yeah, they said he's going to the test, uh, going to do the physical and everything tomorrow. Uh, Fabrizio Romano said that it's going to be about 52 million pounds, and he's signing a six-year contract. They said this brother is going to play left wing back and left center back. So it's about to be it's about to be midget max season because he's five eight, and you want to put that little dude at left center back. Merry Christmas. Yeah, man. I- uh, the midget max center backs can uh, line up for Holland and his uh, and his, uh, and his huffs season. and his huffs. Yeah. Hey man. Hey, I got something for that too. Hey, uh, I don't know what Pep has done to certain players on the team. Um, his tactics, already. Hey, not already, but just over time, you know. Stockholm syndrome, abuse, stuff just gets ingrained in you. Um, <laughs> their robots are attacking pattern with attacking wide without a striker present on the field is still showing when we have a true number nine in Holland and we were missing passes that should have been easy through balls up the middle. And I'm going to just leave it at that. It's a long season. Chemistry is going to get built we were missing open passes and that's it. Marcus, how did you feel, you know, seeing your team? We know uh, City, Liverpool, you can argue is the best rivalry in the sport when it just comes to on the pitch performances. So how did you feel about the team? And did you, obviously both teams played strong lineups. They were trying to win, but how did you feel about the team's performance and the flow and the attack? First off, let's, uh, Take a sip of that champagne. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I, looking at the lineup, I was like, uh, Pop must really be using this as a test. Like, honestly, both of them was using it as a test, in my opinion, outside of Adrian being in goal. Yeah. Trash. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like I said, I, I had told y'all in the chat, I knew Firmino was going to start. Just like I think Firmino going to start on Saturday. Um. I think that he trying to ease Nunez in, but um, I, honestly, I thought that um, I, I didn't even think Holland, like it was like Holland looking bad, how like everybody trying to say. I think it was actually him just going against Virgil van Dyke. That just really was like getting overshadowed. And honestly, like they say, yeah. he only had two touches in the first 20 minutes. Like that's yeah. not because he's trash. That's because he's going against a good center back. Like, I mean, yeah, I thought one of the first yeah. we ever seen. Yeah. I'll say this too. Um, Mo, I don't know what this kid's workout plan is, but he came back and um Casello need to take that number seven off. I don't know why, <laughs> why they gave him that number. He was getting embarrassed for the first 10, 15 minutes. Um, then when they switched, they switched it. The way how it played out to me was first sweet, first 15. It was all Mo. Mo, it was the Mo show. Then when they switched the tactics a little bit, they put they gave uh Cancelo a little bit more help. They they we just went with Diaz and then Diaz just started exposing they go on Kyle Walker. And I didn't I don't you know Kyle Walker is like one of the only city people I fooled with, but he was getting his ass exposed as well. Mm. So um I mean Aki. We see why he's a squad boy. Yeah. I don't know if that was an own goal, but uh, I didn't understand why he was trying to hit that anyway, to be quite honest with you. Like, I was like, that messed up the goalkeeper because when they showed the replay, it threw the goalkeeper off. He expected it to go go one way, and then him hitting the ball, shit, ushered it in the goal. I appreciate that, you know. <laughs> and don't forget the Ruben Diaz 
handball, which led to Salah's penalty, and it was caused by Nunez. Nunez, yes, and that was the thing. Um, even the broadcaster mentioned it in the ESPN Plus um, game in their uh, replay that you look Salah most times. Oh, sorry, I think it was somebody on ESPN FC. He was saying most times when Salah gets at that ball in that position, he's going for a shot. But now that he has a striker in Nunes, he said, oh, yeah, let me cross the ball. And, hey, you got a penalty. So we know in the past people, including myself, would always say, hey, I like Mane more because he's a more of a willing team player. But Salah has elevated his playmaking to the point where he led the league in assists. And I think y'all attack is going to be more explosive with Nunes. And I'm, it was cool to see that he got his goal to the end of joining took his shirt off like he's Gucci man in 08. Yeah, he was a big geek. I mean, he's the new boy. I'm I'm all behind him, but uh, that was a bit over the top. Man, my man acted like he was <laughs> England. He thought he was the England women and he brought it home. Like, oh, God, we, the game already over. Oh, yeah. Salute to those sisters as well, man. They brought it salute. home. Yeah, salute Russo with the chip. Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal captain Leah Williamson holding it up. Shout out to me. Chill out, man. Top score. I mean, Arsenal, you know how it is. We run it. You know, even, even from the international level, you know how it is. Shout out to the England women, man. The three Lionesses. I don't know. They champions, man. Salute to them for real. They balled. It was a great tournament. Yeah, much respect. Yeah, man. But uh, let's talk about, you know, the season starts Friday. Arsenal Crystal Palace is the first match. London Derby. We coming through in our killer cam pink jerseys. I think we'll win. But before we get into our Premier League preview, also this weekend, uh, League 1, the French League, and Bundesliga also start this weekend. So y'all can add what y'all want to say. But we know, hey, League 1 preview, PSG wins. Bundesliga preview, Bayern wins. Y'all got anything else? What, what's going to happen in those Farmers Leagues? Hey, man. Hey, man. I just want to say this first off, and I'll let anybody else get theirs off. Um, I'm tired of looking online and seeing folks have 20 to 40 minute reviews on uh, these leagues, these farmer leagues, and we, we already know. <laughs> Nobody's beating Bayern. Stop it. Dortmund does not have enough. Yeah. They have Malin at the striker. I mean, I'm sorry that, that, uh, oh boy. Holler, Holler. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that story. That's really fucked up, but they're not going to win. And then they, yeah. I, I keep saying, everybody's saying glide back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. E-money bags. What you got? You think anything different's going to happen in Liga or the Bundesliga? I mean, look at Liga. They just, they're, they're really, Getting four teams this year, so to me it that's starts, enough. It starts league. next season. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, next At season. Time, yeah. They're doing it, so to me that says enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I don't, I don't think there's any other competition in that league. Like I think Marcus, you said it, farm leagues. So I mean, you know, who's going to beat Baron? You know, half of uh, Dortmund's team might be gone next year. You know, they're you know they're almost like Ajax and and the, the Netherlands. So yeah, I, I I don't see anything else happening with this. There's nothing really much to preview for these leagues. Top four maybe, but other than that, no, nah, I don't see anything worth talking about with those. Honestly, how about you, Anthony? How do you feel? Do you think anything is going to change in those leagues? Or are we just going to see the same old thing? Yeah, the Uber Eats League will be won by PSG. And, uh, <laughs> Byron definitely taking taking that. Those are just um, political campaigns. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Well, yeah, you could say that when the president is begging Mbappe to stay, he has to win the yeah. league, right? Yeah. Yeah, those, those are – yeah, those leagues are different. It's all right. Let's move on, <laughs> let's move on man. All, all right. right, let's talk I'm interested, about – I'm interested in Serie A, honestly. Oh. That starts next week. We'll get into that joint next week. Yeah, Serie A and La Liga start next week. Nice. Yeah, but um, all right, let's get into it, man. All our teams playing the Premier League. 
do you guys, before we start, do you guys think the Premier League is the best league in the world? Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, I was looking forward to Serie A just because it's the competitiveness uh, and the closest of that league. Um, you could say La Liga as well, but my opinion now, yo, nobody needs to talk about Barcelona until they pay up. They need to be uh, blackballed from even being spoke about. None, none, nothing they win this year needs to matter. They owe too much money. It's, hey, you can't knock the hustle, doggy dog. Nah, man, it's fake. It shouldn't. It's it's a fabrication. What you say, not real, a lie. So <laughs> that's a that's a that's a two team league or a one team league in my eyes. Real Madrid or Atletico, if they feel like it. But nah. e money bags, what you got? I mean, yeah, La Liga, it, it, maybe Barcelona, but I, I don't know. I don't I don't know how I'm bewildered as well with Anthony, but it is what it is. They got it. They got their players now, so they're going to have to figure out a way to deal with it. So um, I don't know. I mean, I honestly haven't really been into Serie A as much, but uh, I think I'm going to pay more attention to it this year, uh, given how Anthony's uh, kind of looking forward to it as well. So. Yeah, I think I may uh, may jump on that one. See who uh, see what the competition looks like in that league this year, more so than any of the other, uh, any of the other leagues. Excuse me. Yeah, well, I still think it's tough because the Premier League has the most money. So you know, the more money you have, the more talent you can acquire. But based on European competition, I have to say La Liga is the best. They've dominated the 21st century when it comes to the Champions League and Europa League. So since they play the best when everybody goes against each other, I have to say they're the best. Yeah, is it? does it come down to the wire like it does in other leagues? Not all the time. Most of the time it does, though. It's just yeah. last year, Real Madrid got a head start. You know, Xavi uh, came in in the middle of the season and he was able to turn them around. They had, I think, a better point total than Real Madrid from, I think, a certain point. Like, even remember, mm -hmm. during the last El Clasico, Barcelona flew flam Real 4-0. So, yes, and, they've, and they've gotten better this year, signing Rafinha, um, signing Lewandowski, arguably the best striker in the world. You get Kessie, you get Christensen, Kunde. They've obviously gotten better. It looks like their uh, OGs, PK and Busquets are going to take another pay cut to make sure everybody gets to register. So Barca will be stronger. Real Madrid has gotten better with Tushimeni. Um, You could say Atletico, they're back to being the underdog. So they're going to be excited to try to get the upset again. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're like, tough. Sorry to cut you off. I was oh, you good. It was tough. They're going to be a tough one. I, I see them being one of the – they could be a dark horse in a way with uh, La Liga. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of think it's going to be a two-man team, uh, two-team league, I should say. And uh, I agree with you about Barcelona getting better. I think they have essentially gotten better. Um, it's just yeah. holding those pieces together and seeing how they're going to work. Uh, sometimes it can be a slow start, but, you know, given, you know, how talented a lot of these guys are, you know, it, it may work uh, to where they're challenging pretty early on with uh, Real Madrid. So I, t I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. I mean, the Premier League is a two-team league. So that's the – it's like sometimes when we say stuff like that, it's like, yeah, it's accurate, but – I mean, the Premier League is competitive as it is. It's a two-team league, too. Everybody knows no one else has a shot to win it outside of Liverpool and City, so. True, in a way. What I would say is, like, look at Tottenham. They've gotten, you would say they've gotten better. They've had one of the better transfer windows of the, of the Premier League. And Chelsea, look at them snagging up other teams' targets. And, and They're getting hugged. They could potentially be a better team coming up this year, so. You really think so, E? I do agree with you. Sorry to push you. Go ahead. You really think Chelsea got better? They didn't get better. <laughs> I, I would like to say no because, you know, I don't want them to win. But, you know, I, I, hey, look, 
you know, I, I, I essentially I agree with you. I think, yes, you're right. It's two-team league for the most part. I think there are some challenges to be had. Um, there could be some slip-ups with certain other teams. Aston Villa, they, they could be a dangerous team in some instances, excuse me, to, to make it tough for, you know, certain teams to get momentum or to get to gain point advantages over other teams. So there, there are teams that are, that are going to be uh, really tough and really scary to play against uh, this year, um, I think, even for the top teams. I really do. I really, really do. So here, right. I mean, look at uh, Crystal Palace. They do a pretty good job against Manchester City. I'm not saying Crystal Palace is going to be, you know, win the league, of course. But, you know, what if it's a battle between City doing this and another team getting second? Or something? I don't know, you know. Yeah, but hey, you can say the same with La Liga. Last year, a lot of teams were struggling with Real Betis, who got in the Europa League, almost got a Champions League spot. Sevilla was competitive. Valencia's gotten better this weekend. Uh, this I said this weekend, this window. Bilbao had a they fell off a little bit. They're gonna be better. So yeah, I mean, I still say La Liga's the best because they win the best. So Marcus, who do you think is the best league or who has the best league in the world? Uh I think it's up for debate. I'm gonna lean towards the Premier League, you know, that 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 that's my side, the you know, UK side, but I'll say La Liga, they got some teams. I say, I would say the Bundesliga got some teams. And, you know, Uber Eats League got, got PSG. But again, <laughs> I'm leaning on the lean on Premier League. It seemed the most competitive. It's like, it's a, it's a top four race. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a top five, top six type. You know what I mean? It's heated all the way up and down. Even in the relegation yeah. zone, we got, we got Everton out here fighting hard. <laughs> They keep yeah. the tradition of them not getting relegated. So I, I think that's why I fool with the Premier League. I don't know the history of some of these other leagues. I mean, I'm 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 watching the Bundesliga this year, but we'll see how that go. Yeah, and hey, shout out to Lil. They won the league on Uber Eats League in uh 2021. So yeah, it's more competitive than the Bundesliga. Bayern hey, we took that joint for a decade. We took we took one of they my Atlanta United took one of their guys Alahujo. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, young young winger. And Monaco won the league five years ago, so at least they have random stuff that happens. But Bundesliga, <laughs> it's buying every year, man. I don't know when it's gonna end. It has to end one day, but don't seem like it's gonna happen anytime soon. But let's get into what we've all been waiting for, y'all. The gentleman agreed against me, of course, that <laughs> Premier League is the best league. I understand their point of view. They got great points. So let's get into it, man. Uh, let's let the champions start it. Anthony, you guys are the holders for the hardest league in the league, uh, for the hardest league in the world. One team has won it four to five last year. So what's up, yeah. Anthony? <laughs> so Anthony, how do you feel about this coming season? Talk about City first. How do you feel about the transfers? What do you want to see out of the team this year? Man, I'm optimistic. We are about to win the league again on all y'all hating teams. I uh, can't wait. It's a beautiful time. Um, our transfers, we got Alvarez. I'm excited to see him. Actually, I, I feel like he's going to be a standout player. Um, <clears throat> more uh, Breakout went over Holland. Uh Honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had uh, more uh, playmaking um, highlights, maybe more assists with some goals added in. Like, I'm excited. Holland, we got a striker. Uh, watching the community shield just to speed through. Uh, we have a new attacking, like, pattern formation that I didn't see last year. And uh, so it was nice seeing Pep try some new stuff out. Cancelo wearing number seven. He's not playing left back anymore, nor is Kyle Walker playing right back. They're, they're both pressing forward above midfielders um, in the attack. So it's just a nice uh, – it's just nice to see uh, different tactics and uh, hopefully um, uh, Pep allows number nine, like Holland, to flourish. And that's about it with that, that uh, aspect. You want me to get into my top six? Uh, before you do, 
Talk mm-hmm. about Calvin Phillips. What role do you think he'll play in the team? All right, perfect. All right, so Calvin Phillips, they're in the community shield. This is a waterboard talk um, for anybody who's listened to past episodes of The Last Dan, where yeah. we had waterboard uh, conversations. Yeah. Um, here's a formation breakdown. So it's a four two, three, one, but not traditionally as what everybody's picturing in their heads. Uh, The back four, we're going to just picture a square. And it was two center backs, which was a key, Ruben Diaz. And then above them was Bernardo and Rodri. So in your question about Calvin Phillips, um, I feel like Pep will have Calvin Phillips playing in this role right next to Rodri, where it was two midfielders, helping two center backs as the main defense defenders to guard against the counter while the left and right backs were playing above them in the attack. So Calvin Phillips would be that extra midfielder as Bernardo has the, the skill to hold the ball, um, maintain it, dribble it, uh, direct it. Calvin Phillips can do that too in a more sturdier fashion. So I feel like Pep was practicing to see if, if that formation can work even with Bernardo, because I know Calvin Phillips would be able to do that because that's what he does. So I'm interested to see that as well. Do you have any young player that you're interested to seeing if they can make a breakthrough into the first team or anyone that maybe went on loan that you're interested to see how they'll perform? Uh, our young cat, Lavia, you talk about going on loan. He just went on loan to Southampton. He was our uh, CDM, uh, young kid. Uh, I was actually, I actually liked him uh, for like just a future replacement. Just, I liked how sound he was in certain like Carabao Cup games. Like he, he came in. Um, other youngsters, I want to see Cole Palmer. Uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind seeing him break into some first team action, uh, if it be the Carabao Cup matches or FA Cup or even some league league games. Um, that'd be cool to see him. Other than that, that's, that's about it. Cool. Oh, yeah. By the way, your man, Lavia, y'all sold him to Southampton. He signed a five-year contract. Oh, my goodness. Never You mind. know y'all don't. You know you guys. That's what I was oh. telling you. Like, I remember seeing a report that somebody from City left to go to Southampton, and then y'all just started signing all the Wonder Kids, all the Black Wonder Kids, especially, because, you know. But, <laughs> all right, so give us your top six for the Premier League from six to one how are you feeling about it all right man well i'm i'm down to ruffle some feathers and make people scoff and spit at their phones uh listening to this so i'm gonna start with number seven dan actually (laughs) yeah if you give me a chance um do your thing man hey so last week i made a reference if a certain player stays with the devil then that team is done be destroyed and then what happens he storms off in the middle and at halftime we'll i don't want to play yeah we'll go over that later but manchester united i'm sorry if cristiano stays on your team you will be seventh place for the number seven the devil's at the bottom i'm sorry six <laughs> we're going with west ham just because they finished strong last season and i feel like they could do it again and uh, i wouldn't mind seeing that and here's another one that's going to ruffle some feathers, but I'm sorry. I have some magic going on in my top four, and I want to see my haters deleted. Chelsea, number five. Tuchel gets fired in February. Oh, wow. Say hello to Pacchino to all my Chelsea fans. All right. oh, huh. Number four, we're going with Scum, Tottenham. I, got, I feel like uh, we're Charleston. Coming over there is going to add to their attack. Uh, Conte, the manager, he's good. He's a winner. Uh, I think they'll be a threat. And then we lost to him twice last season. I respect them. They're ops. I hate them. Whatever. Number three. Hey, man. 
I may have to get a jersey. I was talking to you, Dan, about this team, Arsenal. <laughs> I think I think the the champagne guys uh, of years past will will have some magic. I feel like Jesus is going to be on drugs this year, and he's going to have a breakout year that the world will recognize him. Not just like City fans, the world will see Gabriel Jesus as a football like beast. Um, number two, I got Liverpool. And then number one, I have Man City, and I put 100 points in parentheses. Um, why not 101 points for 101 pieces? Come on, man. Hey, man. It may be that, but I'm just going to say 100. Just to That's enough for me. That's enough to – you'll get the gist. It may be 103. Feel me? <laughs> Shout out Jeezy. Yeah. All right, Marcus, how do you feel about this season? But before, uh, yeah, give us what you think about the team, what Liverpool has done this window. I, I was going to say, come to me last. Let, let's let United speak. Let's let, uh, let's let, all right, all right. They always getting outshined. Let, let's let them let speak. I was going to let them go last since they finished yeah. the lowest of the table out of shine. all of us. But go yeah, ahead, Ephraim. Go ahead, Ephraim. We was already going to get shine in another place anyway, so we could have let Liverpool go ahead and take the glory because that's where I got him in my top six anyway. Like, just oh, you got – hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, before, sorry. Before you go on, brother, mm. I since, since Marcus deferred to you, mm. let's, let's get into it. How do you feel about the team? Well, first of all, let's get the elephant in the room out the way. How do you feel about, you know, the report that <laughs> – Cristiano and a couple other players decided to get low during the middle of the match. When Cristiano, mind you, before the match, he tweeted the King plays on Sunday. Then that brother just kept passing sideways and backwards and said, I'll see y'all later. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I, I, I took a, a more relaxed approach, I think, in a way. So, you know, I kind of let the facts come out a little bit more. And I think it seems that there may have been some miscommunication between Ten Hag and, and how things are done. Cause let's be, you know, hundred percent about this, you know, not only, you know, you mentioned it, not only was it Ronaldo that left, it was other players that left also. So uh, we can't just point out Ronaldo, although I, you know, be the first one to tell you I'm, I'm still out on him. It's not, you know, this has nothing to do with it necessarily, but uh yeah, I mean, as long as they get it straight, I think Ten Hag has proven to be, you know, the the kind of coach that is going to set standards and uh, expect that his players abide by those standards and is going to call them out. He seems to be no nonsense. He seems to be, you know, matter of fact with uh, how he responds and how he answers questions about the squad. And and but he's not going to throw them under the bus either. He he mentioned that it was multiple players that did this and it's not acceptable and he is going to address it. And I believe that he will get the result that he needs to get out of the players. And I think it'll be uh, a positive result. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's kind of how I feel about with that. It, it, I don't think there's necessarily a controversy or uh, too much to really read into it, but uh, I think it was just a miscommunication. I think they're going to get it, you know, uh, on track. It may still be an issue with Ronaldo and how he, you know, uh, has gotten away with doing certain things throughout his career. But I think at the end of the day, I think the back end of the manager is going to be uh, where the board goes. And, and I think he's going to get his way. All right. And uh, talk about your other signings. Um, Erickson, the little homie from, uh, what was that? The squad. I forgot. Uh, was, I don't even. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, you know, really. little little homie Lisandro, man. Let us know how do you feel about the transfer window so far, and what would you like them to do if you are still looking for something? Yeah, good question. Uh, I think the signings look fine. I think uh, there's a lot of energy from that uh, young man, Malasia, um, and uh, he looks really good on the on the left. Uh, looks like he knows how to slide in where Ten Hag wants him. Um, Erickson, he's going to be Erickson. I, I don't, I'm not worried about somebody like him. Uh, I, you know, like any player his age, uh, you know, maybe you worry about injuries. I don't think that's been the biggest problem, except for you know, for what happened to him, obviously at the uh, at the Euros. But um, 
so yeah, I, I, I and then Alessandro Martinez, he looked really good. Um, mm. he, I mean, he looked really good. I mean, so he, he there's no worry about what he knows uh, where to be and how to be there. The worry is obviously going to be against the opposition. How's he going to be against uh, Holland? How's he going to be against Nunez? How's he going to be against some of these bigger Harry uh, Kane? Harry, yeah, Harry Kane. Look and look at Fulham. They have uh, Mitrovic just came up. Uh, oh yeah, granted, my man. Well, he usually, you know, he usually does kind of fall away in the Premier League, but he did score forty-three goals last year in, in the Championship. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, a lot of credit to him for that. But, uh, but so we'll see. I think the, the the those signings will be fine. I think in a, in a way they may have some adjusting. I can see that coming. But you know, uh, Erickson's going to slot right in just fine because he knows the Premier League. He he knows it. he's played it, so he knows it. So he's fine. I'm not worried about him. Um, as far as like something else. Yeah, obviously midfielder, big uh, another big elephant in the room, you know, linked with Frankie De Jong, and it looks yeah. complicated. And uh, it, everybody knows how that's looking right now. No progress. He still looks like he wants to stay. He wants his money. He wants his, you know. So um, there's alternatives that you know uh, we talked about Yuri Tillman's last week, I think, briefly, and mm-hmm. that's one of them I heard of. And you know, we'll see. Um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of frustrated myself, but. You know, the transfer window doesn't end until, I think, September 1st. So we still have a little yeah. bit of time. Uh, we may just have to slog through some of these games and, and what, what we, with what we have. And, uh, yeah, I think it'll, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. All right. Some tough games ahead. So what's your top six prediction? All right. So starting at six, I, I put up West Ham. I, I, give, him a, I give him a number six slot. Um I'm going to throw up Aston Villa at uh, number five. Hey. What? I'm just surprised. Break it down for me, brother. What do you mean? Why do you have them finishing that high? I don't know, man. I just have a feeling that they may uh, be one of those sleeper teams that may creep into the top six. Okay. And look, at the end of the day, this could be a long shot prediction. You know, that's what predictions are. But, you know, there's always one of those – uh, wild cards you want to throw in there so that's that's mine that's mine um i'm going to squeeze my team into the top four so i'm going to put them in number four uh and um so for number three um yeah sorry uh liverpool uh yeah three um chelsea i got them at two and unfortunately yeah i know but i'd rather see yeah i'd rather see manchester city <laughs> Liverpool one. So yeah, Manchester Nasty. City win the league again, I think. So you're a villainy. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, Anthony the only one to ruffle some feathers. So yeah, I like it. That's smooth. All right, man. I guess I'll go next since Marcus wants to go last. Um, Arsenal, you know, we've had some rough times. Uh, you know, it's been stressful, but it looks like the sun is coming out. Um, I'm excited by the signings we've had. Gabriel Jesus, he looks like he's ready to take on the mantle that everyone gave him as a youngster of being the next R9, the next star striker from Brazil. And he's been impressive. It's preseason only, but he's been amazing. Uh, Also, Eddie Nketiah's looked very strong. I like him. I think he's going to continue to improve because him and Gabriel Jesus both ended the season strongly. So I think they're going to carry that over to the next, uh, to this season. Um, Fabio Vieira, haven't seen much of him yet, but I'm excited to see what he can do because of his versatility and playmaking. I think that'll be something that we need because last season when we crashed out and choked the top four, we struggled with in the final third when teams started to play more congested, we struggled with chance creation and and finishing. So now that you have someone like Gabriel Jesus, you bring in a Fabio Vieira, I think that will help. Um, I also like Zinchenko. He's going to fit right in. Low-key, I kind of feel like he should start over tyranny when we're playing against teams that are going to let us have the ball to have another creative player like that. Silky, smooth, technical. He's also now, he's him and Gabriel Jesus are both 25. Of course, they were city teammates. 
Arteta coached with them. So they came in, they already know how to play in the system and what Arteta expects out of them. Um, I would like, oh yeah, Saliba, he's not a new signing, but you know, he's been on loan the last two years. It looks like he's finally going to get a chance to play. He's been very good in the preseason as well. Excellent. You can argue he's our best defender in preseason. There was a time where it felt like nobody could get past him. He was giving me real Rolls Royce center back vibes. So I'm going to look forward to seeing that. Um, I would like Arsenal to sign a midfielder, uh, another one. I think that, like Ephraim said, Tillman's has been linked to Arsenal for a while. I wanted Milankovic Savic from Lazio, but I don't think we have the bread right now. Tillman's would be a cheap alternative, not really an alternative because they have different types of games, but I think Tillman's would be a solid creative player and, you know, and Leicester's system, Brandon Rogers plays a very attacking style. He gives the midfielders the freedom to roam, but Madison was allowed to push up because he's more of the number 10, could also play a wild while Tillman's had to stay deeper and kind of form a two with Ndidi. So I think maybe if he gets more freedom to roam a little bit, maybe we'll see the potential that everyone expected him to be all oh, the next great Belgian midfielder. So, but uh, after that, I, I think we need another winger too, because the Rafinha pursuit obviously didn't work out. He's at Barcelona. I would like for them to try to pick up someone because last year Saka played all 38 matches in the Premier League. He's been our player of the year the last two seasons. And hey, that's great, but he's also a young man. I don't want to, us to burn him out. So, oh yeah, I also got to salute Marquinhos and Matt Turner. Those are our other signings. Marquinhos is a you know a young prospect. We'll see what he does. Maybe he'll go on loan. Maybe he'll stay and play. Maybe he'll go to under 23s, but he's been all right in preseason. And Matt Turner, you know, the U.S. goalkeeper. USA! <laughs> yeah, he's coming. He said when he became a, a into, he got into the Premier League, Arsenal was the team that attracted him because of their style of play. He even refused to sign a Tottenham fan's jersey. So I like his movement. He's a man of morals and principles. So we'll see what he does. You know, he's not going to play that much, you know, hopefully if Ramsdale stays healthy, but seems to be a solid player. But I think for the young player that I would like to see what they do, I'd like to see Balogun. He's going on loan at uh, Reims. Reims, I don't know how to say it exactly in the French league. I would definitely like to see him. Uh, Charlie Patino one of our best midfield prospects in a long time. He's going to Blackpool on loan, so I'm definitely going to check him out. Nuna Tavares, because Zinchenko came, he was allowed to go on loan at Marseille. I saw him do something silky at preseason, but, you know, it's just preseason. So those are some of the guys I like to check out to see. Can they make a breakthrough in the team next year? Um Let's get into my top six. Uh, you guys, you guys, Anthony and Ephraim, the Millen cousins, y'all, y'all got me wanting to cause some controversy. I want to shake it up too, but I don't know how dangerous I want to get. I might just be a square bear. Let me see. Number six, I'm gonna go with Lucifer FC. You know, that's one of the one of Lucifer's numbers. You had two more sixes. I think you guys finished six last year, right? So you'll finish six this year and finish six again <laughs> next year to complete the set. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. Number, hey, at least you put us in there. I, I give you that. I didn't put yeah. you My bad. My bad. No, that's that's okay. You deserve Europa League football. Uh number five. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get dangerous, too. I'm going to go West Ham because I do like what they've done this window. They made some surprise signings, like getting uh, Bubakar Kamara. I was like, this dude was uh, – or did he go to Ashton Villa? Hold on, let me double check. Let me look. Yeah, he might have went to Ashton Villa. Yeah, he did because I was confused. Why is he going there? But West Ham, they did get Gianluca Scamacca, big physical striker. He's looked at as the next star striker from Italy. 
He's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, He's already an international 23 years old. I think that was a good signing because at the end of last year, they were struggling for goals too. So having a big target man gives them a different dimension. And then they also got uh, Ariola, you know, on loan from, what was it? Oh yeah, he joined them permanently this year. So yeah, he was there last year, but he didn't play much. He got hurt. But this year, it looks like he's going to be their number one or push Fabianski. They kept Jared Bowen. So yeah, I think, they can, oh yeah, of course, Declan Rice, they always say every year, him and Harry Kane, are they going to leave? But they always stay. So I think I'll go with West Ham five. Number four, I'll give it to Scum. Conte's a boss. He knows what he's doing. They have had a, a good window getting Basuma, Richarlison. So I'll give them that. Number three, Arsenal. We're third. We the third best. <laughs> I think we're going to come through, man. I like what we're doing. Um, I also enjoy that Ben White has been playing right back a little bit because when we have uh, last year, Tamori had a couple injuries that kept him out of the second half. And that was another reason why we struggled. But I liked how Arteta setting it up that when we do play with Saliba, Gabriel, and Ben White, that Zinchenko gets the push up to the midfield, and then we already have a back three set up, and then Partey at the DM. So I think Ben White is going to get a lot of time at right back, and I think that balance and Gabriel Jesus going crazy because I agree with you, Anthony. I think he's about to show people that he is one of those ones. Uh, number two, I'll give it to City. I think this is the season where Pep tinkers too much, and maybe he does a little something because like you mentioned Anthony he that little magic square he was trying to do look what happened Liverpool was having barbecue <laughs> it was barbecue chicken for Liverpool yeah it was it was <laughs> it, it, we was exposed man it was yeah wide open yeah. yeah so I'll give y'all number two and then I'll give number one first place Liverpool we need that Champions League music for that oh hey set it off Marcus how you feeling so I said y'all gonna win the league I'm sure you're confident, but how do you feel about the window so far? Uh, I think it was a casual window. If we, you know, we, we got to cross-examine this thing. You know, y'all don't get y'all previews. I go ahead, cross-examine my squad a little bit. We got, I, I guess you'll count four if you count this, the January window as well. I mean, mainly we got attacking players. Uh, yeah. Nunes, the big name, if you want to go like that. and Because I guess, like I said, you want to count Diaz. Because it came in January. But um, I mean, honestly, it, you're looking at my squad this year, I would say it's more about the outlines. Like there's no Origi, there's no Mane, there's no Nico, Nico playing behind Trent. Like he actually went and had to get somebody behind him. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, I think the squad, he just honestly, this is a reload to be what quite, quite, quite honest with you. Like it's a reload and a, a tinker. Like it's like like kind of like how we had previous discussions. He gonna experiment. He gonna experiment with the with the squad because uh if we if my young boys that I think I'm looking out for this year I got two. It's Harvey Elliott and it's Fabio. Both of them they so versatile. They playing different roles. Man, Fabio helped uh Nunez get that goal. Get get the goal that actually he had, he actually got not the handball joint. So like no love for Curtis. I'm sorry, brother. I just want to ask you, what happened to Curtis Jones, man? I thought he was the next midfielder, boss. Man, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Kurt, Kurt really hurt right now, and um, this make a break year for Kurt. He ain't really yeah. got a real position. That's, yeah. the, I mean, I think that's the problem. I think we've had previous discussions about that as well. If you don't have, if you ain't nailed down a position, you close to 23, 24 years old. It's it, it's make a break. It's about about time for you to go get 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 gone. So if he can't get it together this year in that left left midfield position. I think Harvey Elliott go already don't took that spot in a sense. He already had him in the places. So um yeah that that that, that that's how I feel about that Curtis Jones uh situation. Um we're gonna run the same I think we run the same formations as usual. Like I said so outside of when like Nunez start to play and when he feel more comfortable with Fabio I think he'll do some swapping then. But um when it comes to like the top six I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go the reverse way. Um, 
Number one, Liverpool. No questions. Um, number two, I guess City. I get um number three, I'm gonna get at the Spurs because uh Conte usually time in the league if he win it or he come damn near close. Um number four, I'll get that to the Gunners because um I have no belief in United and Chelsea this season. I will repeat that at all this year. <laughs> no belief. On FanDuel, do not put those guys on your ticket. All my betters out there. <laughs> do not trust in the devil. They will burn you. Um, who is that? We have five now? I'm going to go Aston Villa. It might be okay. Steve. It's Stevie's year to make feel hurt. <laughs> I think Coutinho is going to come back, come with a rebirth and uh, probably get about 10 goals and about eight assists. Okay. Like that that form before he went to Barca type type deal. Hopefully my other uh, Liverpool guys can stay healthy. Um, I forgot. What's his old, old boy at, uh, at Striker? I fooled with him. Uh, shit, what's his name? For, whatever. Well, uh, I got Danny Ings. Yeah, my dog Andy Ings. Yeah, hopefully he can yeah. stay healthy because every time, every time he get hot, he get hurt. Yeah. Um, who is it? Well, we had fifth, we had six. Yeah, yeah, you have uh fifth. You said okay. Ashton Villa fifth, so who's six? Chelsea. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sticking you down there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mike Say. I'm sorry, Clayton. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ch- Chelsea fans. I do not believe in that squad. I do not they weren't in my top six, they seven for me. I, I don't know if they're gonna be there. I mean, I think he gonna. I'm, I'm with Anthony. I think he might get fired, and somebody might pick it up, and they might, and they might at least get on a little streak or something. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of talent in that squad, but it don't make sense to me. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll count myself as a casual for them because that don't make sense. Like, what you just had kind of was better than what you got now. It's like you got older and slower, so that's why I got them down there. I don't got United. In the top six, because I think he don't he didn't make enough transfers. They don't got no yeah. depth. Like, and then like I, I think the main thing that's gonna impact everybody this year is that World Cup. How many people gonna look hot these first couple weeks and then drop off when they co- when they go to the World Cup when they come back? Like how how this gonna work for them? Yeah, oh man. Hey, well, before we go, Marcus, you know what time it is. Last week we forgot. And I played myself, but this time we on it, man. It's Marcus's MLS music. I said music. Marcus's <laughs> MLS minute. What needs music? What's good, Marcus? What what you got for us? What's happening in the Stars and Stripes? Hey, man, on the Stars and Stripes side, they forgot about us, fellas. Yeah, they forgot about us. They, they already ready to get, it, get, get us up out of here. So I'm going to really actually keep it close to a minute this week. When we... 23 match week 23 they got 34 games i was told so we only gonna do top four east they got philly with 45 we got new york with 42 at second montreal don't made a jump 36 they tied with new york red bulls at 36 as well on the west we got lalc they running away with it they got too much talent vela bell too much talent over there man Austin in second with 44, Minnesota in uh, third with 35, and Dallas with 35 as well. And uh, before we get up out of here, the light show player of the week, the bottle popper, is the whole Portland front three. This week, they scored within the first 15 seconds. It looked like a game of FIFA. As soon as the ball kicked off, ball straight to the front, to the winger, Pass within the midfield, four or five passes in, goal. 15 seconds. Y'all see it nice. this week. Check out the yeah. check, out, check it out on IG, man. Appreciate the MLS minute. We out. Oh, nice, nice. And hey, Ephraim, I almost forgot. Did you mention uh what young players you were looking forward to seeing? I don't recall. Yeah, there is a couple. Uh one of them was uh Garnacho. Um oh, yeah. left wing. Uh, he looked like he impressed in that last uh, preseason game. Uh, he, I don't think he played in any other game over the preseason. Um, Ethan Laird played a pretty good game as well. He ended up, I think he's going to go on loan. Um, so, uh, but there's a couple. Um, Zidane uh, Iqbal looks pretty good in the midfield. 
field, but I don't know if he's going to give me PT this year. So uh, there's a couple, though, but I do agree. Our depth might be a little funky. I, I can agree with that. Uh, there's a, I'm not looking at our midfield too, uh, too keen right now, so we'll see. I still got hopes for top four, though. All right, cool. And, oh, yeah, Marcus, you forgot to mention, I know you were trying to keep it brief, but this can be our last segment. We can all speak to on this. Uh, Ricky Puig to LA Galaxy, what's that about? Man, it's a lot of questions around that, man. Is 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 this guy lost his motivation? Is is he is he just coming over here to, to relax in LA, try to become a movie star? Or is he actually coming over for this LA Galaxy rebuild and he he's trying to become the new talisman? Um, I kind I'm you know what I'm looking, I'm actually looking in on this. Um also we gotta mention the shout out to DC United that uh, uh that new coach bump two one. Uh, I don't, they actually playing currently as we record. I'm they not for sure. Reason. And, uh, yeah, geekers. New co- <laughs> coach bump doesn't last long. Okay. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm comparing Young Quig to uh Thomas Almada. Well, Young Almada at uh United Atlanta United. Like, oh, okay. They came, yeah. They're coming in with a lot. Of, you know what I mean? They were actually dope in their league, and then they questioned why they went to the smaller. But they would consider the small league. So see if they could see if he could come over and shine. Oh man. Ephraim, are you familiar with Ricky Puig? What do you think about the choice for him to come to LA when he's about to turn 23 in a few days? He was wearing number six at Barcelona. He was supposed to be one of the next blue chip players from the academy. Yeah, I'll be honest with you uh i didn't know much about him so i'm gonna have to look more into him uh i think it's interesting how they such a young talent to come to la like they get they can get some of these older guys like and careers out but i don't know i mean maybe he's gonna be the you know catalyst for younger players to get some playing time and come over to to and also experience maybe some American life as well. I don't know. Very interesting uh, signing. Anthony, you got any thoughts? And uh, the MLS is just an incubation period for players to come over here and try to get better. So that's cool. I'm glad he's here. Hope you uh, prospers, man. Yeah. yeah, Ricky Puig, you're you're a buster. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, son. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, son. You're about to turn 23 years old in, on August 12th, and you're in America, and it's not yeah. a vacation. You well, better you better humble yourself and go play for Getafe or Malaga or one of these mid-table Spanish clubs. What's wrong with you? Where's your ambition? You said what? What if he has a girlfriend out here? That's what I think. That's what I fear. I think he just came here to have fun, bro. And that's the problem. I mean, hey, if that's what he wants to do with his career, bless up. But I thought he wanted to be something. But hey, is he is he too old to switch switch countries? We 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 need some. We're gonna have to talk about the U.S. team at some point for sure. Hey, that guy has two caps for Catalonia and they ain't even a country. So I don't know what he's doing, y'all. <laughs> so yeah, Ricky, hey, Ricky Puig, you under surveillance. I'm I'm gonna watch one of your games, but I'm not gonna hey, knock him yet, Dan. Yeah, we'll see. But hey, next week, since the other leagues will open up, we'll do our champagne player of the season predictions and our in the club all-stars. That's you know. Who are we going to think are going to get jiggy this season, turning up with great performances consistently? And then we'll also talk about surprises. But I hope y'all enjoyed yourselves. This is Champagne Soccer, the finer things in life for the beautiful game, man. I'm Dan. That's Anthony Ephraim, a.k.a. E-Money Bags. I hope you like that nickname and Marcus Money. I just said it. I don't know. Yeah, you got two people to say nickname. Hey, it's different, bro. It's different ways to get cheese, man. Hey, shout out Anthony, man, a.k.a. Young Gouda. Hey, we all getting paper. Hey, man. 
All right, yo, I got an announcement uh, today. They sent out uh, an official email from my adult league for the playoff schedule. We are playing the Amigos. So the controversy was uh, set um, or cleared up. We finished in third place. I believe the issue was a game we won was due to a forfeit from another team trying to cheat and have somebody on the field that wasn't on their team. And so I feel like they added that win and can counted our goal differential a little bit higher than AFCON. And we also had more goals scored. So I feel like they took that into account too for the game we didn't actually play. Um, and we're third and playing with the Amigos, man. I'm excited, ready to win some uh, quote unquote silverware. Ah, uh, nah, don't say quote unquote silverware. Hey, a trophy is a trophy, my man. You better um, pull that Nunez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, I'm gonna cry if if they give me a little uh, a medal. I'm a uh, I'm a yeah, hold it. You know what I'm saying? Like a chip, just. Try to take a bite out of it. I'm gonna take off my shirt, run to the crowd, and if I score, <laughs> yeah, no, nah. um, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, and our team jersey suck, so I end up making a <laughs> custom, <clears throat> a custom one-on-one pieces jersey just to see what's up. Villain. Um, so hopefully, I'll be able to sport it in one of these uh, playoff games. <laughs> you said what you do. It's supposed to be there Monday. You said right. Yes, yeah, it should be here before the game, like Monday, the day of. Mm, nice, yeah. nice. All right, we're going to see. That's going to be fun. But before we go, let's uh try to give some predictions on some matches this weekend. We'll go through, of course, our teams and then whatever. Uh, let's see. Yeah, all right. So the first game of the season, Crystal Palace hosts Arsenal, a London Derby. What are y'all predictions? Marcus, you want to go first? I'm going 2-1 Arsenal. All right. Ephraim? I go 3-1 Arsenal. Anthony? Yeah, I'm going to go 3-1. But I'm going to say Jesus with two and an assist. I'm going Arsenal 4, Crystal Palace 2. I think it's going to be a fun match. Shout out Patrick Vieira, Arsenal legend. He's been doing his thing at Crystal Palace. Last year they got us. But I think we're going to turn it around. So I'm going to go 4-2, high scoring affair. Um, the first match on Saturday, Fulham hosts Liverpool. What do y'all got in that? 4-0, Liverpool. <laughs> Same, 4-0. Mark- Marcus, what you got? First off, I think the Premier League is being a little disrespectful. I'm an American. I understand that it's the UK. I love my guys. I'll be over there in October. But um, 7.30, bro? 3-0. We're going to smoke these guys. Hey, when I lived in Washington, Marcus, uh, I think, yeah, the 2019-2020 season, Arsenal played the first match. They like making us play the first match of the season. But, yeah, we played against Fulham, another London derby. And I was up 4.30 in the morning, all right? So, hey, hey, that's the life, bro. Yeah, I got 5.30 wake-ups, guys. <laughs> yeah, I would go with uh, Liverpool 3, Fulham 1. I'll give them a, a, a little celebra- celebratory goal. Um, All right, let's go with. Everton at Chelsea, or sorry, Everton is hosting Chelsea. I'm going upset special. Everton two, Chelsea one. I'm going with the draw. One one. Frank gonna gonna make them feel bad on the opening day. Two three Chelsea. All right. Hey, I'm going for a slutty draw. Zero zero. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's possible too. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Man United hosts Brighton on Sunday. Will Cucurella be there? Uh, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> with this one, oh, yeah, didn't Brighton dog you niggas last year? Yeah. 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 yeah Bright. Yeah. Brighton 10, United 1. So, <laughs> You're not serious. There's no way. Hey, why not? Hey, 
why not? I believe. Believe in the Blue Doves, whatever their nickname is. It's like, nah, I'll give him Brighton 1, United nil. Yeah, I don't believe in y'all. Okay. I say 2-1 United. 2-1 Brighton. Wow. I got a 1-1. One, one. Okay. And the last match, West Ham hosts Man City. Sunday, 11.30. Is my dog Eastern. still on that team? Is the swole guy? The line? Oh, yeah. yeah, Antonio? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. yeah. yeah it international. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Uh, this is going to be wild. 2-2 two, two draw. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's not... It's, it's actually not wild. Um, yeah. I can imagine myself in the future seeing that score on the TV. And just being it's a long season and whatever. Uh, so I almost agree with that, Marcus, but I'm going to go 3-1 City. It's going to be my upset special. Mm. 2-1 West Ham. <laughs> and I'm going to go with 3-2 uh, City because I think Pep is going to try that magic square and get played a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> hey man yeah the magic square watch out for it this season and that's the thing maybe we can have a segment with this that we just look at classic teams because 1984 france that won the euros their their nickname for their midfield was the magic square so hey mm. shout out to them shout out platini even though he's corrupt the back room squares is, is gonna be city name <laughs> the backroom squares. <laughs> yeah, you know Pep thinks he's on the pitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. But all right, man. Champagne soccer. Any announcements? Any other announcements? You know I'm going to be there, man. I'm going to be at that match. I'm going to let y'all know what's going on. Hey, man. Thanks. This, yeah. We excited. We ready. Amped up. For sure. Late game tactics. Yeah, Congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. But hey, man, it's an exciting time. The Premier League is back. The Bundesliga is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some prospects. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody's coming back. Hey, there's a playoff game. Anthony's in next week. Hey, it's a beautiful time to be a soccer fan. But Champagne Soccer, we out. Stay blessed, everybody. <laughs>